Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition, easy for me to say, of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank that's a top 10 bank, and that's not just me saying that, that's Forbes Magazine. Forbes Magazine ranked Renaissance Bank as one of the top 10 banks in the country. And I think the reason they did that and the reason people feel so strongly about Renaissance is that they are big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them as a business owner, but they're small enough to deliver their service in a personal way. That's what I've found. So if you are looking for that kind of bank, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Leslie Josell. Leslie is the founder and principal of Order Out of Chaos. Leslie, welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted for you to be here because when I told my wife this morning I was going to interview somebody that delivers order out of chaos, she thought that was a great idea that I'd talk to you. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's a great name. It definitely brings a lot of conversation and dialogue into the mix. Yeah, it sure does. Let's uh, get specific on what you do at Order Out of Chaos. Sure. So I am by trade, I like to say, an a certified academic life coach um, for teens and college students with ADHD and learning difficulties, as well as a parenting coach. That's my training. But my company, Order Out of Chaos, and this is important, is a virtual company, meaning you do not need to live wherever I am. Everything we do for our community is online. So you can join us. Mm-hmm and I'll explain it, for products, for programs, for workshops, for webinars, and for coaching. And what our mission is, is we really help parents, teachers, and other related professionals who are working directly with students, help those students be successful, we like to say, in learning and in life. So you do not need to have a child who's neurodiverse, meaning who has ADHD or other things. You can have a child who's just having trouble with time management or organization or procrastinates. Um, And we offer all different programs and services um, for the parents and the student to help them learn the skills that they so desperately need to be successful. Let's talk about your journey, Leslie, and, and really what brought you to this. I'm sure there's gotta be a personal story behind this, right? How long do we have? No, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, so I tell when I tell people I've been in business as long as I have, they literally fall off the chair. So I've been in business now for 19 years. It'll be 19 years in September. Wow. And I know, right? Um, and I'm proud of that because I think when you start a business from nothing, 19 years is something. Mm-hmm. So, but what I always tell people is that was 2004. You have to remember there was nothing in 2004. Even like websites weren't big. There was no podcasts and conferences and things like that that really helped. You know where you could go to for research and information. And my son, who is now 24, was diagnosed when he was 
back then with ADHD and a whole host of learning differences. Mm -hmm. And like any parent, I was looking for ways to help untangle his world, both at home and at school. And there was very little out there. So I had to kind of come up with my own, you know, rely on my gut and my instincts to come up with ways to help him. True story. Um, people, saw, you know, I have friends who saw what I did in my own home, what I was doing, even working with the schools. And they, and I was working a typical, you know, nine to five-ish kind of job at the time. And people were saying, can you do this for us? Like my kid is ADHD and I, I have never found any resources. And I remember turning to my husband and going, but I don't do this for a living. And he, who has ADHD, went, you do now. And I am, cannot, kid you not, he was like, you're going to name yourself Order Out of Chaos. Here's how you're going to do this. Within a month, I quit my full-time job because so many parents were coming to us. And back then, I was going door-to-door, house-to-house to really help put systems and structures in place. Mm-hmm. And now, 19 years later, we have 75,000 members in our community. We are global I've traveled all over the world speaking. I have written three books on the subject. I write a national column for Attitude Magazine called Dear ADHD Family Mm. Coach, where I bring A's to people's Q's. So it has been a journey like no other. If you had told me then that this is what it would be now, I'd be like, you are, because I did not set out to, to do this, but I... And beyond grateful that I get to wake up every morning and serve parents and teachers who are desperate to help the students they support. Sounds like a journey on a rocket ship to me. I mean, you you just went straight up. Um, up. Yeah. Wow. That's what an awesome story. So, so yeah. So one thing, um, I want to get to the resources you offer in, in a second, sure. but one, one of the things I heard out of what you said that really strikes me is you mentioned the word community, and I would imagine that that's what parents need. Parents of ADHD kids need as much as anything is just um, other shoulders to crown and, and, and for, for, to identify with, right? Yes, and to connect with. Connect with, thank you. With. And no, no, I wasn't correcting you. No. I was just, yeah. That's what we hear in our groups. But yeah. um, and I'm going to speak on that. But what I what I think and if if any of your listeners who have a child will say it's two, it's you know, it's what is it? Twenty twenty two. So there as much as there are resources out there, what I find very, very fascinating is that even with everything that we have right now at the touch, you know, you can press a button and you can get all the information you want. There's parents and everyone are still craving that community, that connection, that need to tell their stories, that need to feel heard, that not to feel alone or not to feel guilty of the how they parent or how they feel. You know, there are some very dark moments that we get when we're together. So um, we do it's you know, the biggest challenge, and I'm so glad you brought that up is, you know, the, my company's virtual. So how do you jump out of the computer and into the groups? Yeah. And how we do that is constantly having forums where parents can come. So we have obviously a very big, robust Facebook group where I am in there once a week. We call it the state of the chaos, where 
you can come every Tuesday and ask questions. It's like office hours. And what's, you know, we do a webinar for, we do webinars once a month for our community. We're in that Facebook group. We're, we're doing group coaching. We're doing individual coaching. We're doing as much as we can to almost, for me, and you see me now, like literally jump through the screen so that parent feels that I'm sitting next to them or they're with a group of like-minded parents. Mm -hmm. And we've worked very, very hard on making our community feel that way. I'm, you know, we're very heart centered. We're very community driven. Um, And the thing that I think I do best and differently is that we ask our community everything. So I don't create products. I don't create webinars or programs unless we ask the community first, is that what you want? What do you want? What topics do you want? What products do you feel are missing? You know, I'm not, I know you said my, it sounded like a rocket ship, but I'm actually pretty conservative when it comes to my business. And I wanted to mitigate risk. And how do you mitigate risk? By asking your community what they want. It's not about me. It's not, I'm not serving me. I'm serving you. You know what I mean by you. So Mm -hmm. that's also how we do it. We bring them along on that journey. When I wrote my last book, I asked that community, what what in the book do you want to know about? So I think that also helps that connection and that community. It makes you feel like you're part of something. Well, you just gave a lesson, I think, to, <laughs> to uh, if you don't mind me going down the slight bunny trail here, you just gave a lesson to a lot of business owners out there because it is not about you. It is about who you serve and what they want. And so, yeah. I mean, you you kind of, you know, I don't think you meant this deliberately, but it kind of sounded like, well, you know, this is something like – just to keep my risk low, that's actually a great business strategy is to ask people what they want to give it to them. Right. But I'm very honest. Like talking before I'm the New York girl, I'm the straight shooter. I am who I am. Like I'm very upfront and said at the beginning, when I was growing my business, it was a business strategy. It was to mitigate risk. Mm -hmm. You know, it isn't now, obviously we, but back then, yes, it was like, okay, like, I don't want to just create something and put a lot of sweat equity into something and have nobody show up. So I started doing that and then it clicked and I realized I learned the value of that is that, you know, the people that are part of your community feel invested. They feel heard. They feel seen. They feel part of things. Um, they love having a voice. And I, 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 and here's a great business lesson. And I, What's been lovely is I speak all over the world. Mm-hmm. I get asked to speak on ADHD and students and all that, but I also get to speak on like female entrepreneurship and growing a company. And I just recently got back from Manchester, England. And one of the things I said was our busiest season is back to school because we're also an academic planner company. So at the end of October, we shut ourselves down for two days. And our community manager's department, it's their responsibility to gather every comment, every email, every review that we've gotten and synthesize them and come up with themes to bring to our, you know, we close down so we can have our in-team meetings for those days. And what happens is when we go back and read, it's not only things that we're not doing, it's things we're doing well as well. And that obviously solidifies why we're doing certain things. 
But our best programs, our best webinars, our best products come out of those comments. Mm. And when I asked for a show of hands, like, who's doing that? I was speaking to business owners. Nobody raised their hand. And I'm like, I said, is anybody doing that? And they went, nope. I'm like, well, you will now. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you gather all? That's your intel, right? That's that's your sweet, that's your bread and butter. Like, it, you have it. You don't need to guess it. It's it's. I say this all the time. I'm not that creative. But some of the people we serve are. So anyway, I know we're a little off tangent, but I know I think that's a really good lesson. I think that that little bunny trail that we went on was worth gold to folks. So that's uh, where I'm coming from, Leslie. Uh, Leslie Josel is with us, folks, and she is the founder and principal of Order Out of Chaos. Um, Leslie, let's get to what we're here for, which is to talk about uh, the resources that you offer through Order Out of Chaos to both parents and students. Yes. So what I love about what we do, okay, now now we'll be serious. What I love about what we do is you can come to our site for to read an article, to read a blog post, download a tip sheet, or you can do one-on-one coaching. Right? Any there's things there for everybody. So on the on the ma- you know on the big picture level on the macro level we offer many different types of coaching whether it's one on one boot camps for students group coaching and things like that mm-hmm. our sweet spot meaning the thing that parents tend to come to us for the most are our monthly webinars and what's lovely about the webinars is that you don't have to be there live trust me we understand that parents lives are busy and you just have to sign up and you get a week to listen but we, again, ask for the, what topics do you want? And most of those topics are what we call soft skills. They're the skills that your student really needs to be successful in life. So we're talking time management, executive functioning, motivation, um, problem solving, resiliency, those types of, um, I'm doing one called um, the overwhelmed child. Why is my child overwhelmed all the time? Study skills. We offer things like like that that our parents come to and teachers again and again and again. And sometimes they'll take them even more than once. And then you can also come for, you know, every article I've ever written, every book I've ever written, podcasts, videos, you name it, are are on the site. Mm. So there is a wealth of information if you are looking for help for your for your student, um, you know. It's it, what, but what I love is like if you want to make a small commitment or you want to make a very large one, it's all there for you. But you mentioned time management. I want to, ah. dr- yeah, I want to, <laughs> I want to get drill in on that one. Um, why is that so important when it comes to students with ADHD and their parents? Well, I, I'm going to say this to you. So I'm a time management expert, and I will tell you that I think time management is important regardless of your child is. ADHD or not, it is probably the number one, I don't want to say complaint, but, you know, concern that parents come to us. Number two would be procrastination. And they go hand, they do go hand in hand to some degree. So our mantra at Order Out of Chaos is that if your child cannot see their time, and this, this applies for adults too, we were talking about this before we went on. 
But if you cannot see your time, you cannot learn to manage it. And no one looks at it that way. You have to see time. And the irony is that most people will say to me, but time is invisible. I'm like, time is absolutely not invisible. Mm. You, time is actually very three-dimensional. Time has a beginning, middle, and end. Time has a, a future and has a back. So what I always say of students, particularly of ADHD, it's very hard for them. I want you to say this in a very user-friendly way. It's something called ordination which is you start here, you go next, you go next, and you go next. That's a hard concept for them. It's hard for them to see where they live. Most of them live in what we call the now, like right now, like right now at whatever time it is, that's all they can focus on. And like the not now is like way, 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 way down the road that they can't see it. And Mm. for some, the not now could be 30 minutes from now, or it could be a week from now. So they don't see, it's called future awareness. Mm -hmm. They don't see what's coming up. They don't see that they need to work on something now that might be due a week from now. So that now, that being like adrift at sea and not seeing where they sit in time is very debilitating when it comes to school, when it comes to life. We always say we're teaching life skills. Time management is not a school skill, friends. It's a life skill. Mm-hmm. And one that is going to take you, you're, can I be frank? Because this is how we speak. Yeah. I always say this to parents. No one's going to give a rat's, you know what, what your kid got on their Mesopotamia test in ninth grade. But their boss is going to care if they show up late. Their professor is going to care if they don't turn that paper in on time. That's life skills. Mm-hmm. And that's time management. Wow. So that's that's to me, you've got to teach your kid time management more. So we should be spending way more time on that than on than on study skills. And not everybody agrees with me, but I've, I've been in the trenches long enough to know that's what your child needs. Leslie Josel, bringing truth here, folks. Order Out of Chaos is her firm, uh, and she's the founder and principal. Um, I love it. My wife's a eighth grade teacher. And I hear this all the time. Okay. So I I'm, I'm with you. Um, and you know, we, we'd be remiss though, if we didn't ask for a few, while we have you, you're the expert, give us some time management tips. I mean, cause we, we've got folks that are listening to this show that are interested in, in the, sure, your community, but we've also got business leaders to give us a, a few time management tips. Okay. So This one's a little unconventional, but I like bringing things that are unconventional. And I also want to bring you things that it does not matter if you're eight, 18, 38, doesn't matter. And I'm, I don't know if you can see me, but Mm -hmm. see that analog clock behind me. Yes. So everybody. Okay. Again, I'm not, I'm never, I'm never rude, but I am a little feisty. Everyone needs an analog. Sorry, it's true. Every, if you ask anyone, they'll say she's feisty, but But that's okay. It's good energy. Yeah. Everybody needs to have an analog clock hanging wherever they spend time in, where they do their work. Mm. So if you have a student at home and they're in the kitchen, there needs to be an analog clock. If you work from home and you have a small office, there needs to be an analog clock. If you're in an office, right, like a brick and mortar building, I want you to have an analog clock. You need to see time move. The number one way that we learn time management is to externalize it. You have to externalize time 
follow me. This is not that hard to understand, but I do want to explain it. You have to externalize time to be able to internalize it. So here you go. I am a time management expert and I have in my own office, I have a calendar, a monthly calendar. Mm-hmm. I have an I have a planner because I am a paper girl. I have a phone for one reason only. I have a watch and I have a timer. I think that's, and I have my analog. I think that's six things, six things in one room. But what that does is it externalizes time so you can internalize it. And what an analog does, it allows you to see where you sit in time. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was to ask you to look at your phone and ask you what time it is, you would say, it's whatever time. And I'd say, great. Can you show me what 10 minutes ago looks like? Can you see what 20 minutes from now is going to look like? And you're going to say to me, no, I can't. Because a digital only gives you one time. It gives you the present. And remember what I said about time being three-dimensional? So if you truly want to understand time, if you want to feel time, if you want to know how long things take, if you want to know where you sit, if you want to be able to see the future, you have to have a good old-fashioned analog clock. And I know that sounds really pedestrian, but I have adults go, I grew up on an analog and it, right? And they, it went out the window and now it's like everything's new again. It's all coming back, but I'm going to tell you why it also works. We all sit and we're sometimes we lose that brain drain, right? We're like bored. We're tired. We don't want to be working on something. Mm -hmm. We are always looking for something to anchor us. How much time is left when you are able to see time move? It allows you to see done. It allows you to see member beginning, middle and end. So being able to see done helps you stay activated in what you're doing. It's that psychological, oh, okay, I only have 10 more minutes, I can push through. Or, oh, I have to leave in five minutes? Let me let me get going. One fun fact I want to give you, because I do this sometimes in my talks, I ask when I speak up with professionals, I'm like, can you tell me what hour of the day is the most productive? And you know what it is? The hours between four and six. In the afternoon or the morning? In the afternoon. Okay. But if you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, remember that not now? I mm-hmm. don't see the end of the day. All of a sudden, the end of the day, that not, that not now becomes the now. Right. Gotcha. And we activate. Mm-hmm. And we activate. So you need to be able to see time. And an analog is going to do that for you. Got it. So that's, that's like... And I don't care if you're a corporate CEO or you're 18 years old, every single person needs, needs that. Uh, the feisty one. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Leslie Josel is with us folks uh, with order out of chaos. So Leslie, um, let, let, let's, let's talk about the community and the resources you offer and someone that's uh, maybe hearing about your um company for the first time, where, what should they do? They, they, they get on your site and, um, how, how do they connect and where, where should they go first to, to ro- okay. really get into it? If you will. Sure. So we try to make it super easy for mm-hmm. you. So we always say so the name of the company is you, as we've been saying is order out of chaos, mm-hmm. 
but the website is orderoochaos.com. And literally when you go on the site, it will actually say start here. So, because again, we know that, you know, I'm going to be blunt that a lot of the parents that are coming to us also have attention issues or time management deficits. So we want to take, you know, if you give somebody more than three steps to do something, most likely they're not going to do it. So we've got to make, you've got to lead people by the hand and tell them what to do. You cannot leave it up to chance. So again, it will lead you to our services, um, which there's a multitude of. Some Sometimes the service is just, I want to join your Facebook group so I can learn more about your community, or I'm very much interested in parent or student coaching. Um, others, I want to buy a book. I want to learn about, we also have, which is another, what I like to call the bread and butter, is we have a parent education library. And in that parent education library are our videos, and I don't mean like three-minute videos, a lot of our webinars, we retire. And then we make them for sale that parents can own. So they can see them again and again and again and almost have them as a resource. So we'll connect you to our parent library where you can see videos and books. We'll connect you to the latest webinar we're having. Well, every Tuesday, a brand new column for Attitude Magazine comes out. A brand new podcast, whatever it is, we'll you can go on the site and then go from there to really get the information you're craving. And and you so you've got a continuum of resources from free to yes. s- subscription, I guess, as it were. Uh-huh. No, we don't believe in subscription. Okay, or I should say I don't believe in them. Okay, what I believe in is that somebody should be able to come to your website and they should be able to devour information without even leaving an email. There is no firewall on our site either because I don't believe in that. I believe that you need to get to know me. You know, it's like, would you, you wouldn't go out to dinner with me before you would have coffee. So, all right, maybe you would. But (laughs) my point is you need to come to this site and really learn who we are and what we do. And what's lovely is when people finally reach out or say, I feel like I know you. I feel like what your company is all about. So yes, there is plenty of free on our site. And then there's small things, whether it's a video or a book or things like that. And then obviously we go up with the webinars and coaching become, you know, a little more of an investment. Yeah. The the, the, the more one-on-one kind of exactly. work. Yeah. Got it. Yes, got, yes, yes. Yeah. Got it. So, um, I, w- I would love it if you maybe could share a success story. One, I mean, you've had thousands of them, I'm sure, but, but yeah, right. So I know I'm asking a lot, but if you could pick one that, that really illustrates the great work that you do for parents and students. So do you want, do you want an adult one or do you want like a parent and student one? Well, whichever one you want to share, but, and obviously you don't have to mention names and specifics. Yeah, never. But, but if you could just give one that's illustrative, illustrative for our listeners of the great work you do. So I think here's an interesting one. I don't know if it's the one you wanted, but it's the one I tell a lot because, and it's not to disparage parents. It's so that parents understand that, that their student probably thinks differently than they do, works differently, processes information differently. So 
we get a lot of parents and I am sure a lot of your listeners are going to go, that's so me. And I'm a truth teller. I am that too. I obviously am a little type A. I am not ADHD. I major ordination. I like to get things done weeks ahead of time because that's how my brain works. My son, not so much. He was what I would call a functional procrastinator, meaning he needed to see it in front of him to activate. That adrenaline of going, it's due in two days, is what activated him to get started. Mm. Not something two weeks ago. Not something two weeks. In fact, he would do his worst work. And it's rare, but I was coaching a parent and a student at the same time. And I had them on Zoom together. And I think this is the epitome of like what we try to teach. And it happened to be a mom. And I'm, trust me, we get a lot of dads. So this is nothing to do with a mom versus dad mindset. This is just a parent mindset. Mm -hmm. Student was 16 and it was a long weekend. Mom gets on, it's Friday afternoon. She's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. He has this project that is due on Tuesday and it's Friday and he has nothing going on and he's sitting home and he's not working on it. And, and, and I, I, I'm bugging him. He should be doing it. And I'm, and she's going on and on and he's sitting there and he turns to his mother very quietly. And remember it's due Monday night at 1159 because it's due on Tuesday. And he turns to his mother and he says, you can yell at me on Tuesday if I don't have it done but not a minute before. I don't work like you do. And it's that kind of understanding. And she kind of just stopped. Mm. And I said to her, the better question is not you should do it, but can you tell me what your plan is to get that done? And he had a plan. He's like, I'm going to, Sunday is my day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to, that's how I like to work. Now, there's a lot that went into that. But the reason why I'm bringing it to you, because for me, when we are successful is when we can bridge that. You can't see it. I'm banging fists together. Yeah, but it's the, that between a parent and a child. The it's communications getting, roadblock. Exactly. Yeah. It's for parents to understand that your child needs to have choice and control and that they need to process and think and work and activate the way that their brain works. And that's to me, like that right there was success because I gave the student the tools to say to his mom, no. And I gave the tools to the parent to go, you know what? I'm going to back off. I hear you now. Mm. Yeah. And, and what you're doing is giving that child uh, by uh, that whole example is that's something like you said earlier, they can take in life, right? It's I've got, 100%. I got to have a plan, right? I mean, I have to have a plan. Yeah, yeah. I say that all the time. Like you don't have to do it your anybody else's way, mm -hmm. but you have to have a plan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll come and say, but I, I don't know what my plan is. Okay. Let's work on it. What do you know? You know, we teach a lot about verbiage. We teach a lot about how to communicate. I think that's really what it drills down to is how can you better communicate to your child so you eliminate those roadblocks? You know, it's it's all about what's getting in your way. It's funny when we were talking about before with the time management, you know, people would be surprised to know that I don't teach like, hey, this is the planner you should use, or hey, this is the whatever you should use, or the app you should use. I can't teach you that until you understand 
what it is that's getting in your way. That you, um, unless you understand that you're a morning person or a night person, or you like long lead times, or you like to have clutter on your desk, or you like to have music, like all of those things all, all speak to our productivity. So until you understand what your intellectual, your social, your emotional, and your environmental roadblocks are, all the apps in the world, all the planners in the world aren't going to do, oh, I don't have to keep it clean, aren't going to do squat. Sorry. That's how we speak. There you go. There you go being feisty again. But when I do that, even adults go, you are so right. Yeah. I need to understand what is getting in my way. What am I... Like, I hate my environment, okay? Oh. Environment is our number one productivity roadblock. Did you know that? Mm. Yeah, I could see how that would be. And that directly affects your time management. Mm. So it might not be a time management issue. You might hate, like, where you're working. It might be dark. It might be loud. It might be ugly, right? So what is it? Is your environment communicating to you? You know, motivation it's very hard for us to always be self-motivated. I run my own company. Trust me, I get up plenty of mornings ago. I am so not in the mood for this. So I have to build what we call external communicators that are going to communicate to me and, and share that motivation load. And your environment is actually the number one way to do that. Wow, great words from uh, Leslie Josel, folks. She is with Order Out of Chaos. Um. I want to, as we wrap up here, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up a uh, contribution that you have made to the local community here, Mashburn Elementary School. Uh, you gave a grant to talk about that grant. So I know I'm feisty, but I'm also incredibly mushy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a sweet spot for children with special needs. Obviously, I've been I've built my company over 19 years servicing mm-hmm. parents and students. So along those lines, 10 years ago, I said, I think I mentioned I developed an academic planner that teaches kids time management. Well, we are very blessed that this year is our 10th planner anniversary. And I know, isn't that fun? I know that's good. I love We're that. very, we, we do cute things too here. We're fun. Yeah. So we sat as a team and we said we wanted to do something big to celebrate, but more importantly, we needed to give back. We are a massive give back component company. That's I'm blessed that I can be, I can do that. And we didn't, we wanted it to be somewhat someone in our community and who better than a school. We have a lot of schools that come to us for products, for webinars, for resources. And especially after the last few years, man, have they taken a beating. And we wanted there to be a school that that also had was doing great work, not only for their special needs population, but for their population in general. And obviously other schools were in the mix, but we, you know, we landed on Mashburn. They came to us and they said, we are going to use the money. So we developed a grant called the Tools for Schools $5,000 grant. And Mashburn came and said that they have all of these autism classes and that they have no playground equipment where these children can go and play safely. A lot of sensory issues. So they were going to use it to build a sandbox that was sensory friendly for these autism classes, as well as some other things that they needed to do that would benefit the other students as well. Mm -hmm. For me, put a fork in me, I was done. 
Like that, if you ask the principal, I was bawling my eyes out when I spoke to him and then we did a site visit and the school is the yummiest school I have ever seen. It had to be an elementary school. That was also part of their criteria because I believe that elementary schools have the luxury of teaching holistically, taking the whole student in. As we move into the middle and high school, it becomes much more subject-based. Yeah. And Mashburn, check, 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 check. So it was my honor on August 9th to literally go to Mashburn and present them with the first annual $5,000 Tools for School Order Out of Chaos grant. Wow. That's such great work. Uh, Leslie, uh, this has been terrific, and we appreciate your magnificent work and uh the way you give back and so thank, thank you. you thank you thank for, you well thank you for that it's an honor to be able to celebrate your work um but i want to get to the most important question which is for those that have heard something um that uh makes them want to get in touch let's tell them how they can do that and find some of these uh, terrific resources you sure. have super easy either go straight to the website which is order oochaos.com or email info at order oochaos.com and our community manager who happens to live in coming Georgia, believe it or not, um, she'll get right back to you, point you in the direction, connect you with whatever, whatever you want and need or call. But email's easier. We always say email us because we can then send it to whomever needs to act upon it. There you go. Terrific. Leslie Josel, folks, order out of chaos. Leslie, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you're in the North Fulton area and you are interested in a different kind of team building exercise, here's a suggestion for you. And it doesn't involve mosquito bites or broken angles. Um, you, you go to asculinaryconcepts.com and yes, you'll find a website for a, an award-winning culinary studio and folks that do corporate catering, but they also do corporate team building in their culinary studio. And it's a lot of fun to cook together under the, the direction of executive chef Andrew Traub and eat what you cook. It's a lot of fun. So go to uh, go to asculinaryconcepts.com or call Andrew at 678-336-9196 and let him know that we sent you. And folks, just a quick reminder and a, a request. So we're coming up on show number 500 for North Fulton Business Radio. We're excited. We're about to uh, light the fireworks and have a lot of fun with the, with show number 500. But we would love it if you would continue to do what you have done throughout our uh, six-and-a-half-year run of this show is um, share the show. If you've heard something here that you think would benefit someone else, and I can't imagine in this show you haven't heard some something here that is will, and you don't know someone that could benefit from hearing the show, um, please share it. That's how the show gets found. That's how we've grown. And we've grown because you've supported us in that way. And we love supporting great business leaders like Leslie um, in the great work they do. And, of course, all the other ones that we've had on, on the show these past six and a half years. So if you could help us help them, we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Leslie Josel, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.